You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's podcast is part four of five and showcases the testimony of Jonas Brenneman. And I became a member of Guppins Grove Baptist Church. And uh, while I was going there, uh, Robin and Billy Kreider uh, and their parents go there. Well, Bill's passed on now, but uh, they would go there and it was a uh, during that time that the Criders were uh, driving to Nicaragua and uh, they'd come to church and they say, we haven't heard from them. Could you please pray for them? It's a, lot, it's a dangerous country when you go to driving all the way through Mexico and all, all the way down to Nicaragua. And uh, we'd pray for them. They'd go home and they'd have a message on their phone from them. And uh, then I'd always ask Bill, I said, well, how, how are they doing? And uh, one morning, uh, I knew that I was supposed to go uh, help them because I knew they they was going to be a struggling family. And uh, then one morning I walked up to Bill and I said, well, how are they doing? He said, they're doing good. They got there and everything. And I said, well, you know, somebody needs to go help them. And I I think I'd like to do that. And the whole time I'm thinking, what am I saying? What am I saying here? (laughs) I don't like to go on foreign soil. I don't like to go, but I knew I had to go. So I had to ask where... uh, again what country they was in what city they was in and i had to go home and i had to go find nicaragua because i didn't know where it was and uh, looked up the language and everything and this was uh, i went the uh, first time in july of last year and uh, stayed there for a week with them it was just an amazing week i just learned so much and uh, learned to appreciate life that we have here a lot more because of the things i've seen there is really bad and it's another it's kind of like the Amish. They don't have that much, so they don't miss that much. They, I mean, they struggle, but they still, uh, it's a lot harder for us to go down there. Uh, but uh, I, while I was, I stayed there for a week, and just, it was amazing to me, and I loved it. And uh, while I was down there, I felt sure that uh, I was supposed to go back in January. And uh, so I, right then, I started making plans to go back in January. And... Uh, January came, and uh, the Criders was up here. And uh, I planned on taking a small group with me. I'd, you know, I had a few friends that was willing to go, and uh, I had uh, made plans. I was looking at uh, plane tickets and all that. And, uh, you know, it, it was getting, looked good, real, looked really promising. And uh, one day, within 24 hours, all the plans I'd made fell apart. <laughs> Uh, that was really a shock to me. I went down on my knees. I said, what's going on? What's going on? What, what do I do? And then he revealed to me that I was supposed to go by myself. And that was really scary for me because I, don't, I don't, didn't like stepping on foreign soil. And uh, the crowder said they, they'd probably be, uh, I was gonna, actually going to be there a few days before they went back. Uh, but the interpreter, Juan, would be there which I'd met him uh, on the previous trip, six days and six months earlier, but uh, 
I met him, you know, so it was somebody, it'd be somebody there that I knew. Well, it turns out that uh, something come up and the Criders couldn't go back at all. And uh, I realized God uh, revealed to me that he wanted me to be there for three weeks. And uh, the longest I've ever been away from home. Uh, that was really scary, but uh, I, I was confident that uh, God wanted me to go. And so I made plans and I uh, got on the plane all by myself and I went to a foreign country where I only knew one person and I didn't know him that well. Didn't know what I was going to do. All God said was go. And so I went. And it was the most amazing three weeks. It was, I went down there and uh, we went and looked at a church that I'd seen earlier and seen some kids running around there. And uh, so Juan said, well, we ought to do something for them. And because this empty church has been there for empty for three years, and it's a terrible place, village. I mean, it, it's really, crime rate is really high. And he said, we, we ought to do something for him. You brought your computer. I said, yeah. And he said, well, we can get the Jesus film. I got a friend with a projector. So we'll hook it up, and we'll show the Jesus film for these little children. And uh, I said, well, okay. He said, well, we'll buy some snacks, too. You know, just something a little bit afterward. And uh, so that's what we'd done. And we'd uh, bought snacks and drinks and uh, a pinata. And that, that's really fun. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen one, but it's really fun. And uh, so we actually, and when he called his friend for the, uh, see if we could borrow the projector, he said, well, you know, uh, we're uh, setting up different churches and we're moving some pastors around and getting everybody situated and said that it would really help these pastors out if you could come to these different churches and draw uh, children in. And so that's what we've done, and we've seen, uh, went to eight different churches, and we've seen over 700 people all together. And so that was, that was amazing to me. And that just shows what God can do. It, it wasn't me, believe me, it was not me. It was all in what God can do. And so, I, and I just want to encourage everyone here to just seek God, follow Him. If you don't know Him, you better come to know Him because time is running out. And this, this country here is going in a bad direction very, very fast. And the time to stand up is now. If we don't stand up now, this is the greatest opportunity for church that is seen in a long time because of all the darkness that is out there. There's a lot of people like me out there searching and they don't know what they're looking for. And if we're that light, if we uh, follow Jesus and set the example for him because every uh, believer in Jesus Christ that has been born again is an example for Jesus Christ. How good you are is up to you. But if you follow him, then you can be a shining light and they, they see something in that that they want. I know how that is. It's really something to see somebody that has so much faith that at even at the old age they can stand up and sing praises to God. That blew me away to see somebody, you know, how can they're facing death? You know they are because, you know, I plan to die when I was 70, you know. That death wasn't none of my concern. But seeing somebody, you know, that's what they're facing. You know it is. And to see them, see them just sing away and see such joy on her face. And that's what we need to do. We need to stand up and we need to shine.
because now's the time to do it. It's a time like no other. And the way this country's headed, we're, we're going to face heavy trouble. We're going to face a lot of trials if we don't, and we have the choice. We can st stand up or we can tuck our tails and run. I don't want to tuck my tail and run. I've made that decision. i got to stand no matter what. But time is running out. We look at time and we think, well, it just everything just keeps on going. It looks like it goes on forever, you know, year after year. Just everything's the same. But it's not. God looks at time different than we do. When I first read that, you know, uh, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. I got to thinking about that a little bit. Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, but yet if uh, one day is like a thousand years, that means Jesus was born two days ago. <laughs> so that's, God don't look at time the same as we do, but we know by all the signs that, are, that he's given us to look for in this book here, we know that it, it's coming to a close and it'll be here soon. And we know that we face death. We have to face death. There's no other way around it. And we know that we have to be ready. If you're not ready, then you're going to hell. That's plain. It's two roads. There's a road to heaven and a road to hell. And we have a choice. And I thank God that he gave me a second chance. So I just want to ask you, what road are you on? I hope you're on the road to heaven. If not, you better make up your mind and change fast because time is running out. And he is faithful, and he will forgive if you ask him. If he can forgive me, he can forgive anybody. I know that for a fact. He forgave me. He can forgive you of any sin if you come to him. But just don't wait too long. And I thank you for having me tonight. It's been such a joy. I just love telling what God has done because he's amazing. It's nothing I've done. Believe me, it's nothing I've done. It's all him. And I just praise him and thank him for it. And I thank you for being such a faithful crowd. You've, you've really been faithful, and I thank you for listening. And may God bless you richly. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.